0: How did the San Francisco 49ers find their franchise quarterback? How does any team in the NFL find a franchise quarterback on today's Locked On 49ers? You are Locked On 49ers, your daily San Francisco 49ers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On 49ers, Brian Peacock and Eric Crocker with you as always at BD peacock at Eric underscore Crocker. Thanks everybody for making us your first listen here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, and this very special Winky Wednesday episode with today's guest. Nicholas Winkler, come on down. Wink, how you doing my man? Uh, are, are you pumped for... Um, some more golf that we that we did this this weekend i don't want to get too deep into it this isn't a golf podcast but uh wink and i entered a, a golf tournament my, my first ever golf tournament by the mm-hmm. way we did okay we did all right we, we actually, technically we won well i think we technically won it, it was not uh, a stellar group of people competing against us i don't think and there was there was handicaps involved and i think both of us shot well versus our handicap so that was key and so that's what we're dealing with right now croc uh, a couple of uh aces Uh, tournament winning golfers right now on the podcast.
1: Mm -hmm. Nice. I I still got to start learning how to play some golf. But but again, my, my reasoning for not trying is I understand how hard of a sport it is it it's is. not something that I could be like, "Hey, Croc, you're a good athlete; you'll be fine." Like it has nothing to do with my athleticism. So I know it's going to put a, uh, it's going to take a lot of work, and I'm not willing to put that work in just yet. <laughs> but soon, soon.
2: Peacock's done it. He started. He was all over the place. Huge slices. Had no idea where it was going, and he beat me this weekend for the first time. So That's huge. Awesome
0: yeah, yeah, that. started dialing that slice a little bit, finding some fairways, and you know, I had the old baseball swing, so it wasn't a a, a club speed problem. It was a uh, it was a hit the ball in the, the direction you want problem. And so get a little better on that tip for sure. Uh, we got to talk 49ers here. We got to talk quarterbacks, which has been really the topic almost every day If day. There's been some reason for it, but I wanted to zoom out a little bit on the entire league. We're getting close to the 2023 NFL draft now. And I think some of the teams that are drafting in the first round could probably learn some lessons from past teams, including the 49ers and, and where are the 49ers in their, in their pursuit of a franchise quarterback and what can the 49ers learn from the rest of the league as well so let's start with the afc east we're gonna go through every team how did how did these teams find their quarterback do they have a franchise quarterback and right now i don't think the new england patriots do and according to reports today they might in fact be trying to trade their quarterback they drafted in the 2021 draft in mac jones and of course Everybody who thought Mac Jones was Kyle Shanahan's guy is going to say, oh, maybe the 49ers should be in on that. So we just got to basically, our podcast has become Kirk Cousins. No, swap that away. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, no, not cool. happening. Swap that away. Now we, got, now we got Mac Jones. What do you think?
1: No, do you, do you remember the picture? There was something floating around, I think, especially during that draft season, 2000. Uh, 21, I believe it was, whereas the guy is all the pictures, and then they put like faces of quarterbacks, and then they would X out a guy who was like, okay, yes. this guy's no longer in the conversation. And this guy like, all right, you know, trying to figure it out. I think we're right back to that point, again, <laughs> which is wild. Wild yeah. for a team coming off back-to-back NFC Championship game appearances.
2: Yeah, but it seems like every year the 49ers' names always put into that, right? It was with Brady. It was like, oh, they're going to get Brady. Here we go. And then, you know, you mentioned the Rodgers stuff and then the Lamar Jackson stuff. It's like any quarterback that's out there that might be available, someone's like, they're, they're going to the Niners. It's going to happen.
1: Well, I mean, think about why, though. Because everybody yeah, looks at this right. team like, dude, if they just were solidified yeah. at the position, which, again, might be. With Brock Purdy, is only questionable right now because his elbow's all whatever. But it, it So maybe it's Purdy, but... I mean, that's the only reason why. And no, that conversation was happening after the 49ers went to the Super Bowl. And I'm yeah. like, why are they talking about Jimmy Garoppolo? He just come off a of Super Bowl year. And they're like, but is he good enough to do it? And why should they get Kirk Cousins? Find out next. Like, you know, it was like all the time. Everyone. So I don't even know if it matters who the 49ers quarterback is. Maybe just the topic in general generates so much clicks, mm-hmm. uh, you know, around like just the media when they don't have a whole lot going on that it's the, it's just a, oh, uh, we don't have any topics today. Well, how about let's make up somebody going to the 49ers? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Seriously, that's what it feels like, man. That's what it, at this point it's like, look, 49ers, go like trade away Lance, bring in Kirk Cousins, bring in Aaron Rodgers, bring in Mac Jones, so then we can end it all. And we don't have to talk about this ever again because the Niners <laughs> will have all three quarterbacks, and then they'll be like, oh, which quarterback? Well, we yeah,
1: have? until. Trey Lance goes somewhere and all of a sudden he just miraculously balls out. Then it's going to be like, oh, I knew they should have kept Trey Lance. Like, what? You guys are telling me he stinks from the jump after two games.
0: Look, and we're going to spend too long on, on this one quarterback here. we got to try to have time to go through the, the entire league. Uh, but the bottom line with Mac Jones – Fire whoever thought that it would be a good idea to trade up and draft him number three. I just want to say that. It was never a good idea, and clearly we're seeing now that it probably wasn't a good idea. I don't know why the Patriots are trying to get rid of Mac Jones or are they trying to do something else? Or are they like um and my my co-host Matt Williamson on the Peacock and Williamson show this morning? He said, "Why they're probably going after Lamar Jackson because they got Aaron Rodgers coming to town. They already got Josh Allen in the division. How do you compete with that unless you have a superstar quarterback yourself? So uh, I could see that for Bill Belichick going to get Lamar Jackson. How would that look? Um, But Mac Jones clearly not the guy that, you know, he might not have been worth the 15th pick in the draft, let alone trading up to number three. Is he a franchise quarterback? If they're trying to trade him, probably not. Who knows? Maybe he ends up being a franchise quarterback for somebody else. But um, number it it doesn't
1: help when your offensive coordinator was a defensive coordinator and your quarterback coach was a special teams coach. Like that doesn't help.
2: who, ju- who stepped in for you, Zappi, actually didn't look half bad, right? So it's like, eh, is Mac Jones yeah.
0: really that good? Those were the reports that they're like, well, they like they think Zappi's just as good as Mac Jones anyway. You can probably get a pick for Mac Jones, so just trade Mac Jones. And especially if you don't like the person, that, that's that's what it feels like to me. they mm-hmm. probably like, I don't know if we like this guy. You know, sort of a Baker Mayfield, Carson Wentz vibe. Like, let's, let's just get Scott. That's again.
2: a tough division, though, right? You mentioned Rodgers. You got Allen. You got, you know, the Dolphins who've retooled, too. The Patriots got to do something if they want to, you know find find a way to win some division games.
0: Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills traded up to get him in the top 10 of the 2018 NFL draft. Tua was the 5th overall pick to the Miami Dolphins there in the division in the AFC East and the other team in the AFC East is the New York Jets who might end up with Aaron Rodgers. They drafted in the the, the right before the Niners took um, uh Trey Lance. They took Zach Wilson and that turned out to not be a very good selection. So we had one team that it worked out trading up another team that we think looks pretty good with their quarterback, but maybe not as good as they thought he was going to be in Tua. And then a couple teams that drafted first round quarterbacks that uh, maybe not be looking so good right now.
1: Would Miami be eat? better off right now if they had Justin Herbert? Cause remember that's who they, they drafted Tua over Her- Herbert.
0: Right. Well, it was, a, it was a tank be for with Tua. With Everyone thought Tua was It was, was number tank number Tua. Before. Yeah. It was tank for yeah. Tua. And not then it ended up being Burrow going number one. And the, Los Angeles was sitting there at six and p- people thought, oh man, they got to trade up and get Tua. and I, I think Tom Telesco is at the GM in, in, uh, in LA. He said, basically uh, w- we, we liked both guys. And so we just waited to see who was going to be our pick. So it could have been Tua, Like <laughs> they, they didn't really care that much. And they ended up with the better quarterback. So
1: they, they should have looked at, they should have looked at my scouting report because I said, when I was watching the receivers, cause you had Henry Ruggs and Jerry Judy. So I'm, I'm watching those guys. And then I realized like, I'm watching Tua and I'm like, I don't know how good this guy is. And I said, and I tweeted this out and I took a lot of flack for this. And I said, he reminds me of Dak Prescott and you have to hope that he's Dak Prescott. And people like kind of try to drill me for that. That was kind of a hot take at that time.
0: Look, mm-hmm. and we seen it with Mac Jones, we saw it with Tua. And are we going to see it again? We're talking about a 5'10 quarterback, maybe going number one, number two overall in Bryce Young coming from Alabama. And when your team's better than everybody else, it just makes things easier on you in college. It's not going to be that easy in the NFL. And you could say the same for C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud has a two first-round offensive tackles. Two first-round offensive tackles this year. The best wide receiver in the draft this year. An even better wide receiver, Marvin Harrison Jr. That's going to be coming out next year. Nobody had more help than C.J. Stroud. And then when you consider Ohio State and who they were going up against, I mean that that's another red flag for me. It's like, ooh, okay, he looked good mm. for sure, but nobody had more help. And it's not going to be that easy in the NFL for whatever team you go to, especially team that's drafting that high.
2: But we're also talking about, you know, smaller quarterbacks. There's Kyler Murray, right? There's Jalen Hurts, a couple guys that well, one of them who has won recently, you know, Kyler Murray's shown flashes of it so far. So do we automatically discount like this guy's small? And he's got a lot of talent around him, so we shouldn't, you know, sh- shouldn't pick him? I, don't,
1: I hear you that. Don't like I it? hear people saying that. They they keep talking about how small he is, but he's yeah. not really small. Like he's a legit 61, and he's, he's like got- 225 pounds. Like he's yeah, a he's, he's, he's a bigger
0: yeah, I wouldn't God. consider Hurts being yeah. an undersized quarterback. No, he's just not 6'5". five.
1: Right, they, but right. they do. I mean, they say that though, to, to Wings' defense, they they talk about him being small. I'm like,
2: oh
0: yeah, I've heard a lot. He's
1: not. He's not this small he's guy.
2: Strong. He's strong. And
1: okay, he's so like Built through, like an ox.
0: We got to get moving here through the AFC. We've got the Los Angeles Chargers that we mentioned. They drafted Justin Herbert number six overall. The Las Vegas Raiders moved on from Derek Carr. Now they got Jimmy G as their guy. Kansas City Chiefs traded up in twenty seventeen. How many spots did they
1: trade up? I think that's the part between the Uh, the the, the, the Bills and the the Bills and the uh, right because the Bills jumped up a lot of spots to get Josh Allen, didn't they? I don't remember how far they went. It wasn't just like two spots though. It was it was it was no, my bad. Texans, it's Texans and Chiefs. the The Chiefs jumped up. I want to say from twenty seven to ten. To get it Mahomes, something like that, it was from and, the, and right. the Texans jumped from twenty five to twelve, I think.
0: The to Texans, oh, to get Watson, oh yeah, to yeah get yeah. Watson, right, right, right. yeah. Hmm. Uh, and the <laughs> the Browns, all these years, the, the Browns, Browns had both kind of quarterback, and they traded out of those out of that spot when they could have gotten their their quarterback there, and ended up trading for Watson in the end. Um, Denver Broncos, they traded a whole bunch to get their quarterback currently who is Russell Wilson from the Seattle Seahawks. Mm. And the Seattle Seahawks look like they're making off like bandits uh, addition by subtraction, plus all the draft picks they're making good on with those selections. Hey, look real at, quick. Yeah. When,
1: when you think about something like that, right, you're just like, wow, that's a botched trade. And you look at the 49ers situation. And I know a lot of people are like, oh man, it's going to look bad. Like, you know, it's like, no, like since they drafted Trey Lance, they've been to two NFC championship games and, the, and they still look like they might have found their quarterback of the future. So even if it just does not work out, it, right. it, does, it doesn't – maybe a player or two, you could say you might have this player or that player, but at the end of the day, it did not hurt the team, at least not yet. It went on mm-hmm. over two years, which typically you would have felt that already. Like you do these other teams that just don't get that pick right.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, No. you're right. You're absolutely right about that. Um, move, right, we'll move on. We'll We'll finish the, the rest of the AFC next, the NFC. What can we learn about these teams? How can we – Learn from it for the 49ers, their pursuit of a franchise quarterback. Do they already have a franchise quarterback? And and what about those teams in the first round of the 2023 NFL draft? Next. Today's episode of Lockdown 49ers is brought to you by Built Bar. Built March Madness is still going. Go to BuiltMarchMadness.com right now to vote for your favorites. It is the finals. It is the finals in the Built Bar's bracket. And it is Salted Caramel Bar versus Brownie Batter Puff. In the final. So go make your vote. And one lucky locked on listener will get a 12 month subscription to Built and have Built's best bars or puffs delivered monthly straight to your door. And 50 lucky locked on listeners who vote will get a free box of Built. So uh, go make your vote heard right now. Um, unbelievable bars, unbelievable flavors, all covered in 100% real chocolate, high in protein, low in calorie, low in sugar. So go vote at builtmarchmadness.com right now and go pick pick yourself up a box while you are there. Okay. We are moving on now to the AFC, I don't know what division we're even on. We only did two divisions so far. Okay, yeah, AFC North is where we are right now. And I don't know how long Lamar Jackson's going to be on the Baltimore Ravens if they drafted him at the very end of that 2018 famous now first round. Cincinnati Bengals, number one overall, Joe Burrow. Cleveland Browns traded a whole bunch after mm. decades of ineptitude and in trying to find a quarterback for Deshaun Watson, we'll see if that turns out well for them. And last year, number 17 overall in the first round, Kenny Pickett was the pick to be the next franchise quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Houston Texans have picked two, which is very likely to be one of Stroud or Bryce Young, as we mentioned before. They got Davis Mills there right now. Indianapolis Colts really have nobody at quarterback and have gone through a whole bunch of veterans after having the best luck of anybody in the world at drafting number one overall quarterbacks for decades in Uh, in in Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck Jacksonville Jaguars had the number one overall pick and did not blow it in 2021 looking good there with Trevor Lawrence and the Tennessee Titans currently have uh, Brian Tannehill who's making a whole lot of money and uh, is probably not going to be there much longer than this year now let's move on to the NFC East Dallas Cowboys Dak Prescott fourth round pick Number six overall pick in 2019, was it? Right? For Daniel Jones? Mm. Yeah. Is it 2019? Yeah, 2019. Traded up. Yeah, right. Number six overall pick for Daniel Jones. Um, Jalen Hurts, a second round pick. And Washington Commanders currently have J- Jacoby. Who do they have? Jacoby Sam Brissett. Hall.
2: But I think they have Howell
0: as well. Oh, Howell. Yeah. That's right. That's yeah. that's what I was forgetting. So Jacoby Reset, they picked up, and he's going to battle with Sam Howell as a fifth round pick last year.
1: We're trying to figure out the right way to do it, and maybe there is no just right way. But kind of seeing how the 49ers have done with Brock Purdy, whereas like at the end of the day, you just know, got a solid starting quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe you think that's what the Washington Commanders are hoping they have with Sam Howell, where it's like, look, we don't think he's the most talented guy ever, but man, if we can just, you know, have a good running game, we got this running back, uh, the, the guy, the kid from, uh, uh, Alabama Robinson, I believe yeah, it is it. that they have in the backfield. You got McLaurin and you got some receivers and you got a stout defense and man, if we can just get somehow to just, Hey, let me just play cool. You know, you don't yeah. gotta be all crazy. You don't got to do it, but just play cool. Is that the way to kind of go to draft a guy like late or mid rounds and hope that you could just kind of put a good enough team around him?
0: Yeah. Or you end up getting a superstar quarterback. I mean, it's the Bill Walsh right. way. Right, and that's kind of I, I think one of the things that this is all gonna gonna lead us to, Croc. Uh, you look at the Atlanta Falcons in the NFC South. Desmond Ritter is gonna get his shot now. Third round pick last year, uh, I think deserved to be drafted higher than than where he was taken, and and he could be their franchise quarterback. We'll find out. Carolina Panthers just traded a whole bunch to go up to number one to get their guy after they couldn't figure out a quarterback and and made other moves recently with. Baker Mayfield and Sam uh, Darnold, and and none of those things worked out, and so they they wanted to go. They were frustrated and wanted to go get their guy. Uh, New Orleans Saints picked up Derek Carr on the free agent market, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers went out and got themselves a Hall of Fame quarterback. They got a ring for it. Uh, he retired, and now uh, they are still searching for their next quarterback are the bucks and and they're not drafting high enough to go get one of the guys most likely we'll see this year we'll see how that draft ends up going and then of course the nfc west guys and we've got number one overall pick kyler murray who was the pick right before nick bosa in the 2019 draft the los angeles rams traded for uh uh, matthew Stafford. stafford in the 2021 off season the seattle seahawks has kind of just lucked out with a backup quarterback that ended up being as good as the guy or really better now than the guy that was there before him. There was the starter in front of him in Geno Smith and the San Francisco 49ers have their three headed monster at quarterback with Mr. Irrelevant in Brock Purdy, the leader in the clubhouse to be the starter this year, Trey Lance who they traded up to number three to get in 2021. And then they just signed Sam Darnold as a free agent for insurance. So how do you get a, Franchise quarterback guys, what can we learn from these teams and which teams have a franchise quarterback? I think is part of it. Josh Allen. Um, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Lamar Jackson.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Trevor Who Lawrence. We got Trevor Lawrence. Yeah,
2: Trevor Lawrence. Okay. okay. Uh, Aaron
0: Rodgers, who's currently in Green Bay. Uh, oh, I missed the NFC North, by the way. So we got Aaron Rodgers, who was famously not drafted by the 49ers number one. He was the twenty fourth pick, I believe, in in two thousand five. Got Kirk Cousins. Jalen
2: Hurts there yet?
0: Uh, I feel like you need one more year, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just Robert? to
1: kind of like you know. Uh, okay, yeah, he's, he's really not Herbert.
0: I would consider Herbert for sure, but you said Hurts. Yeah, what about Fields? I would we consider didn't get Hertz. to the North. Yeah. So yeah, was, so the North is is Cousins. Rodgers. Uh, Jared Goff actually had a really good season last year. And then, um, you know, in love might be the guy for the Packers, too. And then Justin Fields uh, I would, Goff I has remember. had
1: a lot of just good seasons. Yeah, he's he been solid and kind of he was not unrelated. the reason
2: Detroit didn't make the playoffs. If anything, he was the reason that they were even in it. Yeah, he, he was really good.
0: Numbers. But also he was completely yeah. cast away and he was a throw in in the trade that got him to Detroit, too. But, so. but think
1: about the, the football that he played with L.A., and I think everybody just yeah. said, well, he was so trash his rookie year, there's no way that he'd be this without McVay. And he actually played good football and won a lot of games for the, with the Rams, like a lot of games. So when everybody that talks about cool. Jimmy Garoppolo and all he does is win, and it's like, well, how come nobody talks about golf that way because he's done the exact same thing and maybe even won one, one more games and was healthier uh, throughout the process.
2: You're not wrong.
0: Is he a franchise quarterback? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I mean he's a, I mean, he's a, he's he could be a free fran- like Kirk Cousins is kind of have, has been the franchise quarterback for the Vikings. But I wouldn't put him into the list of franchise quarterbacks that I'm talking about that I'm trying to get for my team right now. You know what I mean? So it, I would say no to golf.
2: Why right now? Sure. But if give him one more year right in Detroit,
0: I would say no. Oh, to I don't golf. think he needs another
1: year. I think you, no? you know who golf is.
2: But do you would, cast off a franchise quarterback, which is
0: what the Rams did? If you can get Matthew Stafford, maybe. That's what I'm saying. So if you're would, if you willing to move off your quarterback to get a different guy or to draft the guy, say, that falls to pick 20 for you if you're the Detroit Lions, or if you were the 49ers who had Jimmy Garoppolo, but they went to get another quarterback, then he wasn't your franchise quarterback.
2: Oh.
0: And if you're the Lions and Anthony Richardson's there at 20, are you taking Anthony Richardson? If yes, then Jared Goff's not not the answer to what we're looking for i
2: doubt it i feel like they they're they're poised to win right they almost made the playoffs last year i think they spent a bunch of money on the defensive side this season i think that if anything else they, I, I think well, they do believe golf is, is the. Franchise.
0: i'm sure they like golf for now but would they be trying mm-hmm. to raise their ceiling which is exactly where the the 49ers were off of a, you know coming off of super bowl appearances and you know nfc championship appearances and, and they wanted a better guy
2: I mean, so what's the, the point in the NFL is to win the Super Bowl, right? I mean, that that's why you play. You got, for yes. some franchises, it's get to the p- postseason, right? But if you look at the last 10 Super Bowl winners, seven of those were drafted by the team that, that won that Super Bowl. There's three in there. I mean, well, I guess if you count Nick Foles, because he was drafted by the Eagles and then left and then came back. So if you if you count it that way, that's seven of 10. I mean, yeah, a bunch of those were Brady. Sure, but he also won one with the Bucks and he wasn't drafted by them. And you got Manning. Right. And then who Stafford is the other one. Everybody else was drafted by their team. So that's the way to go. Right.
0: Well, well, because if you have a franchise quarterback, you don't give them up for anything. So once you get one, you hold on to him for dear life.
1: Well, Falcons gave up Brett Favre to the Packers.
0: Yeah, they sure did. They did. Yeah. And and so. This, it's wild because the 90s were a hell of a time. The 80s were a hell of a time. The the 49ers had a Hall of Fame quarterback backing yeah. up a Hall of Fame quarterback who was completely They gave up like
2: Joe off. Montana, right? Yeah. Like, see you, and, Joe.
0: And they had Bono, and they had Gerbach who <laughs> ended up starting games, right? So they, the, the 49ers were like the poster child of, we're going to keep, this is an important position. We're going to keep getting good ones on our football team. Um, so, it, and when you look at a lot of these teams and how they got their quarterbacks, uh, I think one of the points for me is obviously when you draft a guy and he's the dude, he's your dude until, you know, until that player dies or until you die as a GM, right? Like you, you hold on to him forever. And we're seeing that in green Bay right now. It's like, okay, finally, after all this, and towards the end of the hall of fame career, we saw with Brady as well. And, you know, maybe finally, you know, the player starts not looking as good and feelings make it. So you finally move on, but there, there's no way during a prime of that player's career, you would ever give up somebody, that's that's that good. Um, but then there's another tier of players and uh, and and some of these guys, I, I would consider Tom Brady as well in this group of players that the teams got by accident and the 49ers might have done that with. With Brock Purdy, like, you know, the the, the last if you thought he was going to be as good as he is, the 49ers wouldn't have waited until the last pick in the draft to draft Brock Purdy. They would have drafted him at pick right. 61, the first pick they had right late in the second round if they thought he was going to be this good. Right, it wasn't a
1: it wasn't a scenario like uh, Kirk Cousins with the Washington then Redskins, where you know Kyle Shanahan was like, I really like Kirk Cousins, yeah. and yeah. his dad was like, I really like Russell Wilson, but the owner was like, Well, I don't care what y'all want, you're going to yeah. get RG yeah. mm-hmm. three, right. and it's been reported that if they didn't get RG three, they would have drafted Russell Wilson, and yeah. because they did get RG three at the top, the coach said. You know what, son? You really like this Kirk Cousins guy. He's still available in the fourth round. Like, I'll give him, I'll give him to you. But it's like that—that that was a guy that he liked. I mean, if would anybody be surprised if Kyle drafted Cousins in the second? Because I, I really identify this guy as someone who can fit this offense and be really good in it.
0: Yeah, no, uh, that that wouldn't have been shocking at but all. But that
1: wasn't the case with Brock Purdy. That's what yeah. I mean. So, so it funny. wasn't it right, wasn't right.
0: completely luck, but it was also like they didn't draft him number two. It wasn't like Kirk Cousins is going to be so good we're going to draft him second overall either. Uh, that you look at Dak, he was a fourth round pick. Um, Daniel Jones could have been cast off before Brian Dable ever got a hold of him. And so, you know, that that's a weird one too, where it was like, it, it was a, it was a free quarterback for day but he was an expensive quarterback as a first round pick that they thought was going to be good, but by a different regime, uh, Jalen hurts was a second round pick and you know, they, they, but they got a hold they got their extra picks in this draft because they weren't sure who Jalen hurts was going to be. And he turned out to be, Pretty darn good for him last year. Um, Gino Smith completely—you know—he was—he was—he was comeback player of the year consideration just because he was a backup. He didn't even go anywhere. He was just sitting there not playing and, and not being good for. for oh, he support. won the award. Yeah. Oh, he yeah he did win the award. that's right. back yeah. from the bench. Yeah. He didn't go anywhere. He was just not good. It's <laughs> wild. Well, he wasn't. He wasn't. He, well, good.
1: And so, he was and, not ready. And, and so there there's. Go. So that's the other part to this, right? And you talked about kind of parcells and what he's looking for from a quarterback. And a lot of these young guys that come into these situations that really maybe don't have the experience that could be very necessary for them, like a Trey Lance, right? Because we can revisit that situation, and he has all the talent ability. He has smarts. He has all that. But everything that we like about Brock Purdy and what he brings to this team and what the players like, Trey hasn't had a legit chance to learn like that aspect of it. And a lot of it, shout out to my guy, um, uh, 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 John Middlecoff, he says go. he went to Cal Poly and their whole thing is learn by doing. Well, Lance never had a chance to learn by doing because he played right. one year. Right. So he, he played one year, didn't lose any games. You don't deal with adversity when you don't lose any games. He didn't throw an interception, right? Won a national title. He did all these crazy things, but, you know, being like the leader and maybe he was a leader as a redshirt freshman. It's kind of rare still, especially at a school like that where everybody's staying four or five years. But, Maybe, but like legit being like, I'm the guy, like I'm the leader. I'm the guy that everybody looks to, even though, you know, but he's young. I bet it was somebody else, an office alignment or something with a missing tooth. All right. That probably played hockey or some crap. And then you, uh, and then, you know, having to deal with adversity the ups and downs the different flows of things and you know maybe getting hurt in college and then having to come back from that and dealing with that adversity understanding how to command the huddle like all these things that go into like hey when you play four years you just get it and that's what we like about park purdy he comes in knows how to command the huddle well of course i did this for four years i, I was mm-hmm. tate mm-hmm. um understands other okay you want me to do this okay good my coach has been drilling this into me for three years now Right since i became the starter like all of those things that you learn, and maybe that's what some of these coaches should be looking for. Now, obviously, you would love to have it in somebody that's 6'3", 240 right. pounds with a cannon of an arm. But if you could just find somebody that's, I don't want to say serviceable, because I think Brock was definitely more than serviceable, but a guy that just, I mean, I can just get the job done. Are you put these all these guys around me in pieces, I didn't gone through everything in college. So should teams be looking for that guy? And who is that guy?
2: Mm-hmm. I think the Niners yeah. tried, right, with C.J. Beathard. They, they kind of went that same route a few years yeah. ago. It didn't oh, work
0: yeah. out. Yeah. That. No, you're right. Yeah. You yeah. kind of drafted them a little bit too high. And Kyle yeah. definitely makes that. He likes to be able to see a little bit of his offense in what you're doing. And it gets harder and harder in the college game to find, you know, those pro-style quarterbacks. And sometimes you can see it. And uh, a lot of times you can't. And so you got to squint really hard when you're drafting quarterbacks. Um, so well, some- Beathard
1: had been a little bit better with this team. Hmm. Because the, the the method that we saw, like that not team so wasn't him. it was not this. No, and I, the culture of like what the team is now with all the superstars that they have. I mean, it was like Pierre Garcon and some other guys, and he actually showed some. He had some flashes. I remember watching him go toe to toe with Aaron Rodgers on Monday Night Football, yeah. right? A couple couple flashes, right? Yeah. But you saw like <laughs> okay, guy has nice little skill set, seventy eight yard touchdown run. Like he just he showed you some things where it's like okay, I could I could see why they they, they kind of liked him but then maybe if he had this kind of team where it's like oh you mean I could just check it down to Christian McCaffrey oh you mean I could just uh, oh, throw a five-yard pass to yeah. Debo Samuel and he could take it 80 yards to the crib oh you you mean uh Trent Williams is protecting my blind side and not Zane Beatles like you know maybe wrong. if that's the case maybe Bethard is a little bit better
0: he had Joe Staley
2: all right he had Joe Staley yeah, yeah. He pretty good too. it
0: wasn't that bad. And he did play late. You. He didn't just play when he was a rookie. He played later. He was on those other teams too. But he was already, you know, the third string guy by that point as well. So he didn't play a lot with those teams and still but didn't get hurt. And and one of the big things with with Bethard is remember how uh Kyle's quote about Bethard was he's tough as shit, right? That was his thing, yeah. Uh, uh, about CJ Bethard. And then we started watching him more and more. And you saw this on his college tape too. And you're like, you know why he's so tough? He <laughs> just sits there in the pocket and just yep. gets crushed. And <laughs> get rid of the team ball <laughs> for somebody that is athletic too like move
1: around a little bit you know you can't right. move
0: yeah he had that one amazing run he was like oh yeah that's that's right what? he could run a little
1: bit i i'll I tell you what the issue was with him ultimately and what really just kind of like limited what he probably could have been his swag is terrible. He <laughs> wears the big baggy jersey. He yeah, wears the, 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 the helmet and the face mask with one bar. I mean, there's just a, a lot of nastiness. The, the, the mustache, like the blonde mustache, everything about him, Come it on. was just nasty. And you just weren't going to be good looking that nasty on the field all the time.
0: Pretty and got it, that swag. He he was just like that was his style too. He would he would be in like the post-game presser spitting chew into a cup. And t- you know, he, he did not care about the <laughs> swing. I think that was that was the biggest thing. It's like what was what what's the uh you know, what's the standard gear that, that's in my locker? Okay, I'm gonna put it on my body. Oh and- uh,
1: gross. Like Brock Purdy, he he Trey puts it puts it on very well. Jimmy puts it on pretty well. Uh and uh Purdy does as well. So like those three guys, they kinda they kinda get it. But yeah, the better then he ain't quite catch that that part of it
0: so going through all these teams and and my idea for this podcast when we were going through these is to figure out like how it happens and how teams get their franchise quarterbacks and the more i look at it the more i look at the 49ers roster and how things are there's so much luck involved in finding mm-hmm. a franchise quarterback because the the you know, and we'll see if the Chicago Bears maybe found their guy trading up. But the Bills traded up. It was like, we well, identified a guy, we traded up win got him. And boom, we got a franchise quarterback. The Kansas City Chiefs trade up, boom. We got a franchise quarterback. But uh, you know, w- when the Rams traded up for Goff, he ended up not being he ended up being a franchise quarterback for a while, but he wasn't their guy. They wanted to move on from him and get better. The uh, you know, RG3, uh Carson Zach Wentz, Wilson, Carson Wentz. 49ers moving up it was like going up to for, to get the second or third best quarterback in the draft has been an awful awful strategy right but a couple teams have hit and is it just dumb luck that the teams hit on the guys that they hit on right so uh and then the 49ers go do that and then end up with the the last pick in the draft who ends up being a guy for them it looks like and so in the end it's just like do you never trade up? Do you not draft these players? And, and like you mentioned, Crockett, talking about Trey Lance and what he had to go through to be a, 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 an NFL player. And I'm looking at the top, the players at the top of this draft. And I'm like, wow, the Panthers just did exactly what the 49ers did and given all that up. And they're like, we don't even know who we like yet. We're going to finish our evaluations. Like, we just saw that. It's probably not a very good plan. Right? You know who's
1: the guy? You know who. You, so, so we just talked about kind of what goes into it. And still you want a guy that has all this ability and intangibles and but has the experience is DTR. He's gonna be the <laughs> forgotten guy. Right, <laughs> Dorian Thompson Robinson at UCLA. He started a ton of games at UCLA. Sure. He played in big games at UCLA. I mean, they were really good this year. And he went toe-to-toe with some monsters. And had to make throws, and I mean, I mean, the athleticism's off the charts. He had the highest uh, miles per hour throw at the combine, so he has a big enough arm for sure. Throws with zip. I don't know what it is exactly he's missing, but I mean, he helped turn UCLA around. I thought UCLA. I'm like, UCLA is going to the Big Twelve. They're gonna get or Big Ten. They're gonna get crushed. Then they had the year they just had. And I'm like, well, maybe they continue to have Zach Charbonnet and and uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson. Maybe they could be kind of good, but. You, you you're trading up for guys that have all this talent and all these things, but maybe it's the the forgotten guy like a Dorian Thompson Robinson. If you put him in the right situation, right? Like if say forty nine say, all right, hey, we're gonna draft Dorian Thompson Robinson. You can sit behind. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo or Brock Purdy for a little bit. We don't even have to force him in. And then all of a sudden, oh, he has to play. Damn, he's hella good. Who would have thought?
0: <laughs> exactly. And it's sort of like the luck. Uh, even the Chargers. The right. They're sitting there like, I don't know, whichever guy falls to us, we'll just draft him. And so and they end up with Well let's not forget How Herbert started, too, is because Tyrod
2: Taylor got, like, punctured in his lung, too, right? I mean, like, Herbert got thrown on the field. It's like there's so much luck that goes into this. How many quarterbacks are missed, too? You know, you got Rosen. You got Darnold. Like, so many teams are like, I'm going to invest these high picks in these guys, and then they miss.
0: And it's like, oh, how long
2: are you set back?
0: But you have to try to get a quarterback. So that's what I'm like. If you're Bill Belichick right now, and if that's his angle and his play is to go get a guy he already knows is a good quarterback who's in his 20s, that makes all the sense in the world to me because there's so much luck and so much unknown with all these quarterbacks. But you can't stop trying to get a quarterback either because then you'll never get lucky and get your Josh Allen or get your Patrick Mahomes or get your uh, your Justin Herbert. So you got to try. So is it – there's so many misses. Do you just keep trying more often? Is that the answer? Because there's so much luck involved in all of this. There's so much luck. And I don't think we give enough credit to how much luck is involved in finding yourself a quarterback. So, uh, w- would you advise the teams, the Panthers, the Texans, the Colts, to just be like, yeah, draft these quarterbacks, even though they're probably going to be bad, because that's what most of the quarterbacks end up being. <laughs> like you trade up, like this dude C.J. Stroud. We, we just talked, you just laid it out earlier with, with Trey Lance, Kroc, about all the help he had, how much better his he's got. He had half a dozen NFL players on his offense in D1, AA again, against going to these guys. Like, how easy was it for Trey Lance? He's like, I'm just going to truck, dudes, get to the NFL. I'm going to try that again. Cool. <laughs> That's not easy anymore. I just got <laughs> blown up. Okay, Oops. these guys are fast and they're big and strong. Like the guys didn't do that at one AA level. And C.J. Stroud had all this help. His team is gonna. He's gonna have worse tackles and worse receivers on the Panthers if C.J. Stroud gets drafted there. Then he Wait, had it.
1: The the, the guy, Jordan Thompson Robinson. I'm hitching my wagon. Is yeah. that is that the saying? I'm gonna hitch yeah, my yeah, wagon. Perfect. I'm gonna say, if he gets put in the right situation, look out. The because board. all the, the experience, the intangibles, all the things that we're talking about in that moxie and that like rah-rah type guy, DTR has all of that.
0: How about Anthony Richardson? Would you advise, mm-hmm. advise a team to draft him? Because the scouting report's somewhat similar to Trey Lance in that you know, physical ability through the roof. But he's only played for one year. And it's like, oh, but he needs to sit. Oh, but he needs to play. So do you send him? Do you right. play him? And so a team's gonna like not let him play, he's not gonna play, then he's not gonna be good because he hasn't played yet. And you start to get into this same thing. And we just saw it with Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. It's kind of maddening. It's like you want a guy to have, that it's played more. So you don't have to go through this dance of he's not ready to play, but he's not ready to play because he hasn't played enough, but you can't play him because he's not ready to play. And then you got a quarterback <laughs> who's five ten, and in three years, we're gonna look back and we're like, look at these idiots drafted a five ten, 180-pound quarterback at number two overall. Why'd they do that? That was obvious that that was a bad move, right? So, but one of the quarterbacks is going to hit too, and you got to swing because you need a quarterback. So it's just draft the, the best one. Draft the guy you think's the best one, and you hope. And if he's not yeah. good, get him some then, weapons
2: too. Go get right? something. I mean, yeah. make it easier. Bill, I think that's the good. Bills went out and got Josh Allen, and he didn't have a great first year. And they're like, hey, let's get this guy Stephon Diggs. Everybody's like, Stephon Diggs going to Buffalo? That's not going to be a good mix. No, Diggs this didn't
1: come to the third oh, year, so the, the, the oh, first wow. two years were not great. No, but the, but the second year they won weapon. games, they won yeah. games, but it wasn't great. Then they said, sure. well, they tried to get Antonio Brown. And
2: right, Antonio right. Brown said, He said, no.
1: I <laughs> Hey, don't send me to that guy, Josh Allen. I don't want to play with him.
2: Ugh. And they said, All
1: right, well, we'll give him Stephon Diggs. And next thing you know, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. So mm-hmm. uh, it, that's part of it, too, where you just, Hey, man, we're just going to let you just play yep. and see right, what happens. Don't. So. This is has been a fun exercise because I don't think we came to a conclusion on nope. <laughs> how to do it. And <laughs> we'll I think that's a, the NFL we'll right now.
0: How to get a franchise quarterback. It's-
1: but everybody thinks they do, right? Every 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 fan, every I think the I think the NFL I think the people in the NFL will probably tell you, we don't know like how to find that quarterback. We it, we it is luck. I think the fans think, oh, this guy's just gonna be really good. But the, but the NFL is like, do we? We don't know. We just kind of cross our
0: fingers. <laughs> the one thing I think I would say is the more unknowns they are, the less you should pay for those unknowns, whether it's that in money sense. or draft picks and all that. And I think that's one of the things we learned with the Trey Lance pick with the San Francisco 49ers, going up all the way to number three. They didn't go up to number one for a generational quarterback. They went up to number three to get a guy who played one year, one double A. There's just way too many things that way too many ways for that to go wrong. The smart play would have been stay at twelve. They might've ended up with Mac Jones. Maybe Mac Jones would probably look pretty dang good with that 49ers team. Remember what everybody said in 2021, that's the best landing spot for any quarterback. Go to the San Francisco 49ers because they've got all this to help their young quarterback, but they never played their young quarterback.
2: Yeah, I think that if you hit on that quarterback, especially if it's after the first round, it just sets you up for so much success because then you have that small rookie contract, right? You can just build all around him. So ideally, I think that's the way you would go, right? I mean, if you could actually pick like, okay, this is the best route that you take in order to get a franchise quarterback. It's late round draft pick and then, you know, surround him by talent. Spend all I that think the
1: there. exercise that we should be doing is the Bill Parcells philosophy. How many teams have followed that? And for the teams that did follow it, what's the percentage of hitting on that quarterback? Like that's Mm. what we need to look
0: into. Before the draft, Croc, let's build our own because the 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 Parcells philosophy is so old that it just doesn't really work anymore because guys don't stay for four years and get married and graduate and like you know like the top quarterbacks just don't do that. So we got to come up with our own modified version of what the Parcells commandments should look like. That's the next topic Love of it. conversation. All right. Thanks, everybody, for making Locked On 49ers your first listen. If you think you know how to get a franchise quarterback, let us know at BD Peacock, at Eric underscore Crocker, at Bay Area Wink, and make sure you're subscribed up to everything that the Locked On Network has to offer. Croc and I back tomorrow right here, Locked On 49ers. See you. DTR to the moon. <laughs>